that was Shake the Jar from the new album by The Fierce and the Dead, News from the Invisible World. Yes, that's right. An exclusive. If you are listening to this when this uh, uh, podcast came out, the album came out on July 29th, just a few days ago. And if you're listening to this a few years down the line, well, wasn't I on the ball back then? Hey, oh, how I've slipped now. So it is Talking Bollocks. I am your host, Howard H. Smith. And no, I haven't fucked up uh, for a minute there. Those of you regular listeners might have thought, oh, has he made a mistake? Has he uploaded the wrong file? You never know with me, do you? Hey, well, no, that was on purpose because I have two members. Well, look, you, you know who's already on the podcast, OK? So let me explain what happened, OK? But before I do that... It's the usual. Um, I am your host, Howard H. Smith, singing Acid Rain, do stand-up comedy, uh, host the official Motorhead podcast, The Motorcast, also a football podcast, The Reducer, with two comedy mates. And also, you can join the podcast Patreon. Christ, isn't that boring? At the beginning of every podcast, there's some twat, this is the case, it's me, saying, give me money, give me money, give me money. Sorry, got to do it. Otherwise, you know, can't keep the lights on. So... Patreon.com forward slash Howard H. Smith. There's loads of good shit. It's $6 a month. Seriously, if you want to pay less than that, that's not a problem. If you want to drop in for a month, hoover up loads of content and fuck off, that's also not a problem. Do whatever you like. Anywho, let's get back to business. So, um, I was sent a, uh, a message to the Acid Rain um, Instagram page, I think, from Matt from The Fierce and the Dead, basically saying, hey, um, we're all big Acid Rain fans and would love to know what you think to this album um, that we've made. Here it is. And so I thought, oh, right, that's interesting. And, um, and I'd listen. And straight off the bat, I was like, hmm, I like this. And then I listened to it more and I liked it more. And we're going to talk about the album. So I'm not going to say any more than that. But in another change of format, what I am going to do is say... This is me, and Matt, and Kev, having a chat this week. I know, Cardinal Podcasts in, timestamping something. But fuck it, it's so absolutely on the money, on the button, nearly on the day, I just had to do it. Of course, you can also nip over to the YouTube channel and see us all on Zoom having a right laugh. So anyway, here's me, Matt, and Kev. Hello, uh, welcome Kevin and Matt to the podcast. Wait. Hello, hello. The fi- two of the fierce and the dead. So one of you is fierce and one of you is dead. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, we take turns. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. Um, so look, guys, I'm. I will have already explained how we've ended up here, and that was mm. Matt. You sending me. Um, you sending me the album. Which, um, I look, I've got to say, when I first listened to it, I thought, well, actually, I'll be completely, absolutely, 100% honest, as I always am. Please do. When I got it, and you said that the band were all fans of Acid Rain, um, I've, I've had stuff, I've had lots of stuff like this over the years. Okay, so, so, so I downloaded the album, as I always do, and I pressed play, as I always do. But with a sense of trepidation. <laughs> Can you just give the, the uh, riff to motherly love over and over again? Uh, uh, no, in case it's horrifically shit. <laughs> uh, 
and and it's like because many times over the years you know it's like yeah big fans of the band check it out right. yeah. going, <laughs> oh my, i'm just going oh my god we we is, is, are we partly responsible for this <laughs> We did this. We created this. Uh, yeah, and and so, uh, but yeah, straight out the gate, straight out the gate. Um, you know, just yeah, really liked it. First, first time, I think I genuinely am not, I'm not kind of winding you up, but I think <laughs> uh, I was just, I was really impressed, um, and just, just yeah, just really impressed to be honest, guys. Oh, thanks, that. man. That's thanks. very kindly. Thank you. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you very much. For, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's been a it, bit of a weird trip, but yeah, 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 yeah. It, it's 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 bizarre for me as well because um, it's like I don't know. It's just it's it's just a really quality, mature piece of songwriting. You know, you, you could have gone off in, in on tangents and places, and 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 you don't. But when you do, you do it really well. Thanks, no, man. thanks, man. That's, That's very yeah, kind. Thank you. It's just um, I don't know. You know what? It, 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 maybe um a lot of other musicians out there might relate to this but what we discovered after years of being in loads of different bands and trying different things and i don't know we found that the most success we ever had was when we just went you know what let's just do whatever we want yeah yes it kind of yeah all, you know what it's, I mean? it's the key it's the key so had you all are you victims of people who've been in bands before and you're victims of compromise you know you, you and and that was we started off when we were about sort of 13 14 and we were in a band that was very very uh knockoff thrash metal band so we were into like you guys we were into um voivod celtic frost that kind of stuff so it was that kind of noisy you know and i think by the time we were doing it in sort of 1990 1991 nobody cared at all i mean it was it was literally the point where british was dying grindcore was coming in and we were sort of like you know yeah. we were probably the least fashionable possible music you could make you know what i mean without a doubt um, without a doubt no, no not at all oh dear is he gone he's frozen yeah we can hear you matt we can hear you mate oh this is this is awesome we find we finally get to do this and it's <laughs> shambolic as fuck love it love it yeah uh, but basically, yeah, I'll carry on until he comes yeah, back. Yeah, go on. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, we were just kind of like doing our thing. It was, it was quite funny, actually, because the first band we were ever in was, you know, we were trying really hard to be, you know, like say, you know, um, all the bands Matt was mentioning there. But we just, we just, we didn't have the chops, man. So we ended up being like unintentionally avant-garde. <laughs> so it's yeah. quite a sort of, quite a left field kind of, uh, uh, a kind of thrash band. And, and there was just, I don't know, we... The thing with us is we were all playing together since we were like 14 years old. Um, the band as it is now, we're all from the same hometown. We all knew each other. It was, you know, I mean, I'm sure loads of people relate to it. That classic thing of it being like a really small town in the middle of nowhere, but there being about 45 bands. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that, that look, we yeah. were, Harrogate was a fairly small town. That's yeah. that's how we got together. We were all at school together, you know, same thing. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. And you, and you, you get there by like trying to, you find stuff you think is cool and then you try and do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I don't know. We just never really kind of latched onto anything in particular and just kept doing different things. And I don't know. I think we just kind of got better at being ourselves over the year and uh, over the years and stopping trying to be somebody else. You know what I mean? It, that, it, you know? It's the, it's the hardest thing to do. I mean, I, 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 you know, I'm 
I've always said it that um, when you start out, you sound like your influences. That's yeah. that's why it's best to do you growing up in private. Um, and and as you develop, as you take your influences, you create something that is different and that's your sound. And that, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's where that and that is when you find who you are. That's that's your band. And, you know, another thing as well we learned over the years is to um, is to allow people their own perceptions of you, whatever you think you are. Yeah. So so, for example, like on our first album um, the, the, with the Fierce of the Dead, I mean, a lot of it was literally like, you know, not in a kind of, you know, um, chin stroking kind of way, but it, a lot of it was improvised. A lot of it was just kind of made up on the spot. And we wanted to do something really punk and aggressive. So we wrote this song called Land Crab, named after the classic Wolseley Land Crab. And um, it was just, a, it was kind of like, let's do a punky, King Crimson-y, noisy thing, you know, really fast. And then a review, and it was a good review. He was being really complimentary because within his context, he said, for fans of Joe Satriani. We were, we were trying to sound like we were trying to sound like Black Flag and King Crimson, which a lot yeah. of other people. But but he didn't he this this reviewer or you know obviously didn't have those points of reference. Yeah. So he was referring to it by whatever he'd got. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. So so you kind of your instinct is to go, to how dare you, sir? <laughs> That's yeah. not what we're doing at all. But then you kind of go, hold on a minute, he's actually fine with it. So yeah, once we kind of like just calm down on trying to be cool. Uh, just just when you know what what do we, what do we like what would impress us and as even now a lot of our stuff is things that we think us and our mates would would think was cool you know? yeah that's it that's yeah it. but that's yeah but that's that that should be the way you write you you know you write any album you just write stuff that you think is cool do you know what i mean you go like yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool that sounds good and 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 you know and you have to trust in yourself the weird thing is this is exactly the same in comedy um, when you start out as a stand-up, you know, you, your crap and your material is kind of knockoff of your favorite yeah, yeah, comedians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The and then of... and then you keep going, you keep going, you keep going, eventually find your voice and you find your style. And that's that's who you are. Yeah. You know? And and it, it's it's the same journey, but also the key to writing like good comedy is the same as any writing you write what you know and yeah, yeah. so when you write your best comedy it's when you're actually saying things that you like basically family members don't know things yeah, you've never yeah, said yeah, to yeah, close yeah, friends yeah, yeah, yeah. it's why i try i keep people i keep people away from gigs they're gonna because they're gonna it, it's it's different you know yeah, that's that's really interesting i was i was lucky enough like years ago i i worked the um the door that makes me sound like I was a bouncer. I was the guy with the the, the earpiece and the clipboard at a comedy club in Covent Garden in London. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, sort of, you know, keep you know doing all that kind of stuff. And it was at that time there was a lot of comedians coming through, you know, who were just like just starting to get on TV. So you know that that kind of lot. Um, and it was really interesting because a lot of them would be like repeat offenders that come week after week, you know. Yeah. And as you probably know, you know, a lot of comedians they're doing two or three gigs a night, and you know. But they'd got the set. But the thing I thought was really interesting was that they'd come one week and the audience would be, I don't know, slightly different to the one it was last week. And they'd be doing the same material, but it was like slightly twisted. It was slightly tailored because they'd follow the good comedians, at least, would follow where the audience was going. Right. It's the opposite way around. 
Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's no, it's the other way round. You it's reckon? The other way round. Yes. It, 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 you don't. You, you do have. You ha well. Basically, you have to play the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you yeah. have to play the room the same way you do in a band. Yeah. Yes. But, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. But what? But what you don't do is tailor your your performance to them. You, you just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. What you, you just mean. give it more. Yeah. You just. You just bring it. You bring. You put it across in a different way. It's like it's 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 because it, because comedy is so much more personal. That's about yeah. having a connection with an audience, whereas music is obviously it's much wider. Um, as as we melt, as we welcome back Matt. Don't worry, Matt. You just um, you missed We're just you, talking about you. Yeah, you well, missed the two of us disappearing up our own arseholes. <laughs> oh, well, here's, here's a question for you then, because um, we always think of it sounds really weird, like you say, but whenever we play live, there's a. Um, uh, I mean, we love it, man. It's like playing live because it's a joyful thing. It's not us standing there going like, "Check us out." It's it's a it's a yeah, shared experience. Absolutely. Everybody in the room is having the same thing. Yeah. But whilst you know, it's composed pieces of music and stuff like that. But you know this yourself, man. The worst thing in the world is a passive audience. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather have them throwing stuff at us, stuff at us, oh, yeah. or it, one or the other. Do you know what I mean? But it's when that's passive thing and you're not getting anything, even though you can just stand there and play the songs. It ain't the same, is it? Oh, the worst thing I could say about about any band live or recorded work is, it's all right. <laughs> so exactly. I, asking, I mean, I mean, if you're not if you're not eliciting a reaction, just fucking turn it in. Oh yeah, totally, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And that's kind of you know it goes back round again to what we was talking about is the, the thing of just doing your own thing because you realise. Yeah. Yeah. The minute you start chasing something or thinking oh, you know, it should be a bit more like this or it should be a bit more like that, you know, because of what's going on at the minute or, you know, it's just like, come on. I, I don't know um, what you think about this, but like um, I, I've worked in recording studios for a long time. I don't in the minute, but for a long time. And I worked with these guys, um, these producers who are to to in talking about modern metal. And they're saying they get a lot of young bands coming in and they, they're like really hyped up, really excited and the, the the producers will talk to them about like, you know, let's get a really unique sound and let's, you know, make you sound like, you know. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah. And he said, and then they'll spend, for example, on guitar sounds, they'll spend like three days going through loads of different outs and guitars and they'll end up with a mess of boogie and the same guitar sound that every other metal band has. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, because that's what sounds right to them because that's metal. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the same, the same goes for lots of other genres. It's not just a metal thing, but it's that thing of like, you know, I don't know, like old Motown, so like old Motown, because that's all the equipment they've got. I know, I know what you're saying. You, 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 you know you're you're saying about the um, well, you know, personally, I refer to it as laptop metal. Yes, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. got a lot less to do with the mess of boogie and a lot more to do with everyone using the same fucking plugin. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 This that what the, the the time I'm talking about was just before the the amp sims kind of like really kicked. Yes, in, yeah, really full on. It was all still. It was still like you know, yeah, and triggers and stuff. You know, yeah, and now and now it's just yeah, it's gone. It's gone to the next iteration. Um, but you've just you know you you do what you do. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. how long have you guys been together? Because I, I mean, I've got very little information on the band because like a dickhead i didn't download the information on the band i just That's downloaded fine. the album and i thought the information can stay there and then i forgot where the fucking link is um so um i genuinely didn't think i'd be going back for the information do you know what i mean <laughs> um so um 
you know, you've been a band for ages. You don't gig very often. How long has this album taken? How long is it since your last album? This is the first album with vocals. So people listening now are going to be like, Jesus Christ, really? Really? Yeah. All that? Because <laughs> I wouldn't have mentioned it before. <laughs> wow. We've been together how long now, Matt? This band's been 13 years. Um, which, and then this, this, we've done this our fourth album, the first we've had singing on, but we've done loads of gigs. I mean, we, we used to do a lot of gigs. We used to do... Um, pre-pandemic, we did lots of gigs, and we did we did sort of split people at Hawkwind and people that did sort of space jockey sort of things, and um, used to play at the Underworld quite a bit. We like Dave Lombardo and people like that. we did that one, and we did loads of those sort of sort of. But people would come into town, and we'd be the support band because we were London based, and we could bring a few people. Basically, we knew a few promoters. We did, the, and then, but no, yeah, it's been thirteen years, and then, I mean, it was all instrumental stuff. And then it was only during lockdown we really tried to do the vocal thing, and then sort of I was encouraging Kev to do more and more singing, really, weren't I? Yeah, yeah. I mean, none of this is like even being an instrumental band. None of it was ideological. It was just a thing of you know, um, I haven't got a singer. We just haven't got a singer, and it's just like we, you know, and it and the things as well. You know, growing up in the nineties with the sort of music that was around, we. There was loads of bands that were instrumental rock bands, you know. The, yeah. It just wasn't a big deal. It was fine. It wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a problem, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, I, I mean, I, it's the the the, the album itself, and and um, the great vocals, by the way. Um, Thank you. That's you know <laughs> that that's that's incredible. But um, you just yeah, you just sort of dropped something in the middle there that you just happened to mention that you'd uh, gigged with Dave Lombardo. We did. Yeah, that was a bit, yeah. Um, well, let's say we were, he had instrumental. It was mostly instrumental. This band, wasn't it? It was. No, they did have some folks. It was a band called Film P H I L M. It was one of his oh, side yeah. projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they um they rolled yeah, it's, it's, town. And, it's how it's yeah. how Geordie's pronounced. Film, isn't it? Film. Film. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he he rolled into town, and um we we was a support band, and yeah, that was momentous. Standing literally like. It was at the Underworld in London, and we were standing literally like ten feet behind Dave Lombardo playing. Yeah, you know? that's incredible. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. It was, it that's was amazing, we, guys. Yeah, you know, we grew up with Slayer. I mean, Slayer was just huge for us when we were kids. And I went to see the um, Decade of Aggression tour when I was about fifteen, and it was just totally changed. You know, just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. The, I mean, seeing them. I mean, you know, they never. Just seeing it at that time was just incredible. Was, they were so good. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, that was, I mean, we were really lucky with the support starts we got, just because we got to, because we lived in London and we went we went drinking with lots of people and we, were, we, and we weren't, you know, we were nice and no trouble. You know, I think that gets you quite away, you know what I mean? It's sort of, it does. You, you, if, if you, you can know. just, and yeah. you, you're pleasant to have a pint with and you're not going to, you know, be difficult and you know and yeah. we just we just love playing and just, you know we really we really enjoy being part of that sort of scene so and like we did like gigs with like prog rock bands and, and metal bands and all sorts of stuff and i have to get you on oh, one of, we'll have to get you on one of our under underworld shows i, I, I yeah, can't man. believe I, I mean, i'd love to do that well you know well <laughs> well you know us you know us we're always we're well, always I, I saw, playing the underworld i saw the so. I, I saw you at the underworld yeah it's brilliant i saw you um oh, first okay. time you played with, with zentrix it was really special yeah because i've never oh, thought yeah, i'd see you because i was I was a kid. Night. Ah, yeah, right. It was brilliant. And um, you know, like Washington was a huge thing for me when I was a kid. So just to see you guys then it was just like, oh man, this is oh was, yeah, it's really cool. Oh, that that's <laughs> great, man. And that is, but that is you were at a great show. That was that it was, was awesome, yeah. That was a great, great night. 
Um, I mean, I'd lived in London for, you know, for, well, for, for, I'd lived in London for 20 odd years at that point and, ne- and been to countless gigs at the Underworld and never played it. Uh, we played it quite. We 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 went through a run of playing it quite we a lot. Played loads, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like as Matt say, you know, we were playing with lots of bands coming through. So like, who else did we play there with? Dub Trio. Um, we played Dub with Trio them. and people. Loads, yeah, loads of experimental. It was, it was as if there was an experimental, vaguely metally, very vaguely proggy sort of band on. We used to do the support slots for loads of those so sort get, of bands. Get Matt and Kev on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what time do you want us? <laughs> exactly. Well, <yeah>. Um. <laughs> Um, I'm going to play a song. I'm going to play a song on the um, on the podcast be- cool. be- before the interview as well, um, just so people have got an idea of like you know how the band sounds. Um, now the, f- uh, the the song um, that that I'm going to play is. I, I mean, I'm. I, I guess you can. You you're going to know which one I'm going to play. Um, <laughs> uh, because it's uh, yeah, it, it effectively opens the album. Um, yeah. shake the jar yeah it is it's sort of sort of reminiscent of of kind of um uh queens of the stone age sort of songs of the deaf era would that be you know, you know what matt, matt had a re- yeah matt had a um a good thing on this was the basically because we've had before but the era we grew up in the music we was into we we were just ripping off the same bands as Queens of the Stone Age. We we're massive fans. <laughs> we're massive fans of the Groundhogs. You know. Ah, so right. Go and listen to the Groundhogs, and you'll see where you know um, Masters of Reality. Mate, you mate. Know, you... Gaz was telling me all about the Groundhogs back in oh, the day. Mate, Gaz was amazing. a massive fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know, Strange Town, all those kind of riffs, you know, and then like Masters of Reality, which is basically you know Chris Goss, who basically kind of you know kind of invented queen to the stone age sort of at least their sound and stuff you know so it's like yeah we were just listening to a lot of the same stuff and obviously you know queen to the stone age are an amazing band and you know have grown into these amazing songwriters as well so yeah of course it's 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 all in the mix but it wasn't yeah it's nothing ever where it's just sort of like you know oh let's do this you know this it's just i don't know it just comes out like that we, we no, found I- it going back to what we were saying before like just doing what you want to do man it's just like just follow it through no, absolutely. Because when I had when I had the first song, I wrongly thought, "Oh, right, okay." So yeah. uh, you know, it, th- here we go. These guys have gone down the sort of songs for the deaf. This kind of route. This is this is who they are. Whereas as the album develops, and as you, um, for want of a less wanky phrase, <laughs> reveal yourselves, <laughs> um, it, 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 yeah, there's there's like it's like right, okay. You you have you 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 know you've totally have your own sound. You really have kind of found thanks, that place man. that you seem to have been looking for for so long. Yeah, thanks, man. I mean, does it feel like that, Matt? Does it feel like that? You know, Kev, it feels you know? like yeah. I mean, because we like so much music from like sort of really extreme metal, so jazz and and sort of um, proggy stuff and uh, electronic stuff and you know all, loads and loads of different types of music. We just love all you know. We've always been the sort of people who share different types of music and. Been friends since we were kids, so yeah, I think it has been a it has been a sense of we found ourselves with this record. I think, I mean, the press we've had for it's been nuts. I mean, I never expected people to be really into it. I mean, I was kind of hoping we'd sort of just got to get away with it, but uh, people really like it. It's really nice. I, I, I mean, you you were hoping to get away with it. I bought the TV. I bought the CD. <laughs> <laughs> 
because it's like but when you do new things right but you, you, we built a little audience and the people really into it that was great yeah but when you build things up people get expectations and then you know you do you keep changing you keep changing and if you do something that's really different people tend to get a bit what's this but we've everyone's been great about it it's been really yeah. really great amazing yeah, yeah. so we've been really lucky really but yeah, that, yeah. The, but this is the thing you see i, I think you know you guys have you know you guys have been in bands many years as have i and you know mm. you 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 basically you know what comes with putting yourself out there and i think and i think that's something that people who have never done anything like that um really struggle with um and i think there's there's you know it's really it's hard to describe actually as i'm proving now it's (laughs) hard it's hard to describe what it's like to put something out there and have everybody react to it because people are going to react to it well and and people are going to act to it badly and people are not going to give a shit and people and some people you were hoping would like it never heard it and blah all the rest of it but also it's out there and a part of you has to go Right, that is out there, and people are perfectly entitled to their opinion about it. They're about to love it as much as they like and hate it as much as they like. And you know, it, 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 it's the reason I mention this is somebody somebody recently um, wanted something from me, and uh, and and didn't get what they wanted. Yeah, do you know, do you, do you know what I mean? Because yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. like, well, no like you've asked for something and yeah, yeah yeah that that's what you're getting it's not a oh but this isn't what i wanted and it's like well hang on a second yeah yeah exactly which well, is it's interesting because we, we were we were we've had quite a few conversations about this over the years and, and going back to what we were saying earlier as well we're quite lucky that we've got um a circle of friends of people that we we have like huge amounts of respect for their opinions and so during the writing of this evening, we were sending demos to people and just saying, just, I, you know, we don't really care if you like it subjectively, but ob- objectively, is this okay? Right. Because you can never please everybody. Be trying to be subjectively, you know, pleased to everybody is impossible. But as long as we were just like, okay, we're not actually insane, are we? We're not, you know what I mean? Because for us as well, it's like, we, we've had this conversation loads of times, Matt. We could, it would be really easy for us to go, okay, let's just become a straight down the line, metal band let's become a straight down the line progressive band let's just you know that that song that did really well let's just do more of that you know yeah it just frustrates me sometimes because a lot of those music scenes have become so conservative now and it's just so you know the the metal scene i mean we grew up on metal metal was our totally our thing when we were kids and then to see the, the metal scene just seems so conservative now in terms of guitar sounds, in terms of song structures, in terms of, I think, you know, when there was that thing at the end of the 80s into the 90s where thrash and, you know, there's faith no more and people like that and everything seemed to be on the table in terms of what you could do with music. And it's like um, when you, a lot of the, it's really hard for us to get gigs on, on like metal festivals and stuff like that. And we'd love to do metal festivals, but, you know, because it, unless it's full on exactly ticking all the boxes, but we can do half an hour of banging really drop C thrashy heavy stuff, but it's <laughs> yeah. really hard you know, look, to, to conform to that. I, I know, I know what you, I know what you, where you're coming from, but to be honest, a lot of the time it ain't about the music. It's about the management, you know, yeah, it's true, about true. the management and the festival cre- curating 
what mm-hmm. what what they see is what they want you yeah. know um and and honestly i genuinely uh, part of me agrees with you and part of me disagrees with you mm-hmm. because i think the stuff is out there the innovation yeah. Yeah, is yeah. happening but but it's a lot harder to find than it was back in the day and that's because you know record companies have been removed from you know um deciding who is good enough to put an album out so now every yeah. fucker puts an album out so now <laughs> those so, so now those so now those little bits of gold that were easier to find are now under all of those albums that bands can put out because you don't need you don't need to put a, you know you don't need to label you know you just stick it out yeah 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 so i think it is out there but it's so much harder to find like everything is so much harder to find yeah you know this is where it's like with the production like on 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 this album on our album we we're quite keen to we, we personally as you know as people listening to our what we're doing you know we yeah. want to hear we want to hear things that we haven't heard before whether that be a guitar sound or a drum sound or yeah. you know and it's like it, it again it's, it's as we talked about earlier it's, it's so easy to just drop in those sounds and go well it, that's been road tested by every other band for the last 10 years so it'll be like really easy but you know it's like the, the equipment we use is you know we use loads of different kind of unorthodox things i guess but it's just like it's just whatever we go oh that's cool and, yeah and so much of the stuff um i know during lockdown you know matt was sending me stuff all the time because uh, you know, Matt was on a rotation of buying like guitar pedals, but it's like every time he brought a new guitar pedal, it would just, he'd, you know, he'd plug it in, play like three things. And that would be the new song, you know, because that sound has gone, oh, let's do that. You know, yeah. it suggested something and away you go, you know, it's it kind of everything just produces something. But yeah, to sort of the idea of having a sound is a bit alien to us that thing of like having a you know a specific guitar tone there's things we're all g- always going to sound like us because yeah we're not, we're not good enough to sound like anybody else <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think that's it there's a thing of the four of us i think we've realized now the four of us playing together sounds like this and that's kind of it's yeah. always going to yeah. be that sound but you know I, I love you know just trying different stuff and like Kev said we're not we're not virtuoso musicians we just play like we're literally just jamming with our mates from school still, you know what I mean? All these years later, we're still that band that used to play together at school, playing old fresh metal riffs and that. And it's just, we just do it because we love it. You know what I mean? So there's very little pretension there. It's all about the joy of doing it. You know what I mean? But that is so fucking cool. I mean, as you said that, I was thinking, Christ, I don't think I've, I mean, I'm in my 10th year on the podcast and I don't think I've, I think the only band who could come close to saying that would be Billy Talent. Right. Um, wow. Who've been playing together since they were 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they have taken it to a different level. <laughs> yeah. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah, that's incredible. That really is. And 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 that is something to be proud of, to keep those, to be able to keep those bonds. And because because that's yeah. the other thing as well, is people don't realize, and um, I, this is probably the wrong word. Um no, it's probably the right word. I don't think people realize again, if you're not in a band and you haven't done it, then you wouldn't um, how uh, it's going to sound wanky, but how intimate it is playing music with oh, yeah, someone. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, it, and it is, you're not getting your knob out. That's not, it's not that kind of intimate. Come on. Do you not? Obviously. Do you not? No. Well, you know, <laughs> some, but you're, you're, you're a bass player. So you never, you never had, so it's never a way, um, but uh, you could have that extra string. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
but um it, it but it is it's like because you, you you know you look a look says a hell of a lot in a fucking song when you're playing in a band oh, with somebody mate, yeah. just a look in, and for those of you you know not being in bands and stuff like that you're in relationships where just a look and you fucking know well it's the yeah. same in a band it's just it's, it's, it, it's a vibe i'm sorry it's, it's um we've, we've spoken about this before haven't we matt it's, it's like we've got this shorthand you know that we can kind of just um you know when we're writing something or you know whatever and i can say to matt oh you know what that sound um you know that um i don't know that country guitar riff that you've just brought in that sound really cool if we if we played it like the melvins or something you know what i mean um uh, and just yeah it's just you you understand what i mean it's like it's not like a. uh I don't mean it literally, you know what I mean? It's but it's it's like I, I'll say to Stuart, you know, uh, can you play something a bit Jane's addiction on that? Yeah. And he and he understands what I mean because we all grew up together. We all knew what we have that shorthand, you know. You bet you better have some acid rainy bits. <laughs> You're yeah. fucking okay. better. But on the uh, the last album we did, it's got a very massive rain riff on it. Yeah, it's got a very um... Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily, well, funnily enough, I was sat here listening to your album the other night with none other. Hey, this is going to freak you out. Oh, this God. is going to freak you oh, out. God. No, no, no. Not not that it's like some big star or anything. But I was listening to your album with none other than Steve Stilly Papworth, Kev's oh. younger brother, and cool. obviously immortalised on the back of Moshkinstein. Yeah, 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 yeah. We borrowed Steve drums exclusively. And... Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and um, Brilliant. And, and we sat... And uh, I'm listening to the album, and, it, and he was like, "Fucking hell, a bit good for a bunch of us Rain fans." This. <laughs> <laughs> I, love that. I love that. So, love um, that. so, so, yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's uh, high uh, praise. Uh, yeah, Ooh. high praise indeed. High praise indeed. But, but yeah, of course, there's good. You know, we all, you know, there are, there are. I mean, sometimes you have bits in songs where, you're like, fuck me, I'm. It's like literally when you hear it. And you're like, I, I really hope, like, I really hope we don't get shit for this. And like, nobody notices, you yeah. know, or, or uh, for instance, um, oh, um, ripped apart on, um, on the age of entitlement, mm. um, that, well, that is, we've, I, I, I have read reviews where that is basically sounds like it was co-written by overkill. Right. Right. Um, Someone else say, uh, oh, that's like directly, that's just like a song off Nation by Sepultura. Then someone else say, it's it's just pure Motorhead. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's just straight out Motorhead. And I'm like, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing is, it's, you know, it, it's not, it's acid rain. Yeah, but and, and it but and that proves that it's acid rain because it means all these different things and different influences to different people. Yes, and exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's like, yeah, it, it you you sometimes you are just the product of your environment and what you come out with might yeah. actually sound like someone else, and you're like, oh well, yeah, happy accident, whatever. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, well, I mean, you know, in um, I mean, we we have everybody's quite unique in their kind of how they play they're, they're kind of like playing personality and i mean like matt especially is a bit of a secret weapon because whatever i give will all you know or whatever matt gives or whatever it is will always sound like matt do you know what i mean right. it's like you, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, you know it's got that that 
kind of it's just like and it doesn't really matter it's not the guitar sound or anything like that it's literally your note choice and like the rhythms and all you know what i mean it just it just sounds like that and that's it's like there's so much of our stuff and it's funny actually because when we've had some conversations there's um uh what a, a friend of the band who's like um quite well known jazz drummer but he started like playing in like hardcore bands and stuff back in you know when he was a kid or whatever and like liked Celtic frost and stuff and um you know we played him some stuff in the past and it, it you know it, anybody would listen to, to some of our stuff and go that, that that's that's you know the celtic frost will be nowhere near their mind but because yes. he was so intimate yeah. with them he was like i can hear what you've done there or you, you you've taken the, the you know a celtic frost style riff and you've yes. played it in a different style and and used different production with different guitar sounds and it's you know it's not that we've, we've ripped it off or anything like that we've just taken that vibe and kind of done something else with it you know because that's yeah. a, a lot of the time you know that's that's kind of where we go. It's, it's all those kind of, isn't it, Matt? It's, it's those, um, that shorthand of like, um, I don't know, yeah. but you know, you've got a massive metal riff, let, you know, and then oh, let's try doing like a, make it sound like LCD sound system and see what happens. And yeah, you know, just I, do, do what you want. I think because all of us grew up, the first bands we were all metal bands and all thrashy, it was very specifically thrash metal bands, you know, very yeah. much 1990, 1991. We just about, like I said before, we timed exactly at the wrong time to start a band like that. Yeah. And nobody, you know, it, it, even the bands who were good at that stuff weren't doing it anymore. Yeah. We, we just... Mate, mate, if you came out now as that band, yeah, you'd be yeah. fucking legends. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just... It was completely the completely wrong thing to do. That in, you know we should have been probably yeah, trying to sound like Nirvana. It's one of those. But... It's one of those like comical moments, isn't it? It's like it's like you you know the two of you running to a fancy dress party and you get there and it's not a fancy dress party. Ah. It's just it's just the two of you. You do know. You remember, or... Do you remember Matt going down? So in, oh, I'm sure anybody knows anything knows, but down in Denmark Street in London is where all the guitar shops are. There's fewer of them these days. But I remember going down there in sort of like the early to mid nineties and it was just, um, you know, epiphones with union jacks on them and stuff like this. Yeah. And you'd kind of yeah. go up to the guy and it was like, it was like, uh, you know, being in the seventies asking for porn or something. You go up to the guy and go, um, you got any, um, got any BC riches, mate? You go, come around the back, you know, you go <laughs> yeah. in the back room and there'd be all the, the pointy guitars. It was just, yeah. Not yeah, yeah. Have you got, have you got any guitars that look like a spider that's been trodden on? <laughs> Yeah, here you go, mate. BC yeah, Rich exactly. is what you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was just, yeah, it was just kind of a weird environment to be in, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. All, yeah, all, I mean, yeah. I think that's the thing. It's just because we came back through like metal and then we went, played in sort of uh, indie rock bands and sort of did loads of different styles of music, really. The stuff, just stuff we were excited about as we grew up, really. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I think that's what you've got to do is do the things that you love. And hopefully, eventually, you know, I mean, it wasn't ever a case of not doing metal or not doing it. We just literally just followed the records we loved. And, you know, I think eventually you get to a point where you've got your own thing going. I mean, you know, it's a bit weird to be the age we're at, but, you know, we're doing it because we're doing music we love. And I think that's really just, that's really something special to us. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah. But also, I think, but also, I think it's like, it's also a, um, a testament to perseverance as well um to that just like well no well we you know look we enjoy doing what we do and it's like you said you've played all kinds of music all kinds of different styles and all the rest of it but um there's something it, it it's like look you could be a pot you can be an optimist 
or you can be a cunt. I mean, a pessimist. Um, <laughs> so bas basically, you can either say, oh, what a shame it's taken you all these years to have, to have got here. Or you can say, fuck me. We actually got here. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's it. And it's I, think, nuts. I think that's, the, yeah, I mean, that's the thing that we actually, and also we're not, you know, we'd really we're, we're loving doing this at this particular time in our lives and you know we really yeah i think you know because I, I got really post pandemic as well yeah I got, I know, like just before that i had um cancer as well so we had all sorts oh, of mate. stuff happening yes yeah, so, yeah so it's been like a lot of stuff happening so wow. it makes i know it's horribly but it makes you appreciate things it makes you appreciate how lucky you just to be able to be in a room with your mates and make some horrible noise is a really bloody special thing for us and just to be yeah. there with your mates and just be able to go oh, i've got this let's have a bit of a jam on this and it's just i know it sounds, it sounds horribly cliche but it does make you realize how much you appreciate just having your friends and just being alive yeah, yeah. just being, yeah, just being yeah. able to you know just being able to make music is a bloody joyful thing to do and i never forget it and i realize how lucky i am as well so oh mate yeah. when i was when i was on stage in front of like 49 punters in Northampton in April, I was saying the same thing to myself over and over and over and over again. <laughs> you know what, actually, that's, that's, that's a, that's a really good point, man, because the one thing we do and that we're really super protective of is the fact that we, we all love doing it. We all think it's worthwhile doing and we're really protective of that. So that's one of the reasons why we're not sitting in the van going up and down the country, you know, um, to try and play as many gigs as we humanly can. Because yeah, the yeah. just isn't Squeak. there for us at the yeah. minute, you know. But 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 also, but also, um there's there's a certain there's they're squeezing all the joy out of things. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's like that that you know, we've we're just organizing shows and you know, I, I mean I do all the the, the back end kind of yeah. stuff. And it's like it's like, look, guys, you know, we can, you know, we can we can walk away from X, Y, or Z with a nice bit of wedge. Yeah. Um, or you know, we can do that, but it's gonna mean three vehicles, three of us are yeah, driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um uh shitty B and B. Yeah. Yeah. So in other words, it's it's a trade-off. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to, do, you know, do you want to come back with, you know, do you want to come back with money and a fucking headache yeah. and, and <laughs> basically like knackered and thinking, why do I fucking do this? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Or do you want to, yeah. or do you want to come back expenses paid a few quid in your pocket, nothing to write home about. And you've yes. had a fucking blast. hundred percent, man. How many, um, so I know we've had a few. Um, luckily, not many in this band. How many um, two AM van journeys have you had in complete silence? Oh, you know, yeah. the ones that you know. Yeah, <laughs> anybody who's in the band knows exactly those ones where just everybody you can feel everybody sitting there going, "Why am I doing this?" Well, <laughs> I, actually, do you know what the reason why I said, "Oh yeah," is because I have never ever slept in a van. <laughs> just like again it comes with the adhd so right. i'm always i'm always up front uh well towards the end of the night i'm usually up front with the driver yeah um I'm, you know we're having a chat it, it's it's like uh, yeah i'm yeah. i'm not sleeping till we either get to a hotel or we get home right um, you know what i mean those 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 times but, where you're like where you start oh, questioning yeah. everything you know what i mean oh absolutely yeah. my my favorite one my favorite one is when you start um uh having hallucinations because you're yeah. so because you're so tired 
yeah, yeah, yeah. that you yeah. start hallucinating. That's always uh, that's always a classic. Knowing that you've got to unload when you get back, that you've nice. still got. You're oh, not getting man. back and going to bed. Oh, fuck that! No, 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 no. You're getting back, and then you are going to put your back into it. And yeah, 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 yeah. And unload, unload quietly. <laughs> yeah, that's always yeah, good. There's yeah. that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's awful, isn't it? But it's, yeah, it's. But that's what we're trying to. We we know what that feels like. We've done that before, and we yeah. don't want to be there. So we, when we get offered things, we're kind of like that's what we're kind of sense checking against. Exactly what yeah. you said. Yeah, is this, well, I, is this going to yeah. be fun? Is this yeah. going to be worth it? Are we going to come out like massively out of pocket, or are we going to? You know, we've done loads of gigs where we've come out massively out of pocket, but they've been amazing. Yes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and it's like you, you just size it up and go. You know what? This is this is going to be awesome. So let's go and do that. I mean, we've we've had, we've always been. You know, we've been very lucky. We've had um, help from um, uh, a, a small label called BEM that, that really helped us kind of like establish us. Um, and now we're kind of like doing everything ourselves. But you know, we we're not. We don't have an agent. We don't have management. We don't have anything like that at all. But it's like we got. We got booked to play um, a festival in America and it was like a really um, kind of homegrown festival. You know, it's a pretty big deal in the, the kind of world it, it was it was in, but it wasn't the guy who books the bands. He doesn't book them on commercial kind of, you know, uh, ideas. He books them because he's like, OK, I'm really excited about this band. So we're there, man. It's like the dude's in the front row, the dude has literally put his money where his mouth is, has paid for us to fly across to another country to come and play in front of these people who've got no idea what they're about to get. That was, I think that's probably the most nerve wracking experience I've ever had. And it was purely because I just didn't want to let this guy down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. yeah. That, that was, you know, but then after that, it was like, wow, we're, we're in America, not because of any deal that's been done, not because of anything other than somebody heard our music and went, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to invest in that. that. That's that's nuts, man. That's it. That's that's incredible. That is amazing. You know, that's, <laughs> that was really special. And to be there with your mates that you've been to, you know, literally growing up in from school age with, yeah, you know, playing in various bands, and it's just like you sit and you go, "This is weird, isn't it?" <laughs> that's, that's awesome, man. You know, it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, that was a good one. That wasn't. Felt like a competition winner that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do, do, do you feel like you were you feel like you were doing sort of um oh was it um you know like char- charity one off this is it you know yes but it was amazing it's great lovely i mean it's lovely people as well so yeah it's it's just been it's been you know it's a really weird band to be in because it's not been a conventional path at all and um, we've well, had to do other stuff you know but you can say you've toured the usa though what we've done one gig in the USA. Yeah. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, comed- I know comedians in their early years who said that they'd done a tour, and what they meant was that they'd done a gig while they were on holiday. Yeah, 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 amazing. I love that. I'm just gonna nip out. Just gonna nip out. Go and do a gig. <laughs> yeah, but oh, no, it's, it's been good. It's been really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, that- we're we're desperate to get out and you know to you know play different countries again and all that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, there's all the you know nonsense going on with borders and you know uh all that kind of stuff but you know but you are keen yeah. you're keen to get back out there and um and play some shows oh definitely man yeah yeah 100 especially with this new material it's kind of yeah 
Well, I mean, it's, it's a contractual question. I mean, I have to ask it, don't I? You know, you know, band, new albums out, obviously, you know, <laughs> going to play some shows. Although, yeah. although, although, I don't know, you probably have to, um, when you have to have a word with uh, the cunts at the record label, because I have heard that, you know, they are an absolute <laughs> pack of cunts, your record label. Wankers, absolute wankers. Yeah, yeah. They're on their own label. Hey! Hey! <laughs> no, I'm not letting the lads do that. I'm not letting the lads do that. No, absolutely. That's not enough. It's not enough. We're not going out for more than X, Y, Z. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nah, sorry. Can't do it. Can't do it. I'd love to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's cool though. It's it's like it's it's this is the first time. No, it's not the first time. That's a, that's a lie. But it's I think the way we wrote this album because we did it all during lockdown, and a lot yeah. of it was like file sharing, sending stuff to each other, and then going into a studio, and then you know, putting together that. So it's quite weird because it's you know like normally like you're in a rehearsal room and nobody can hear each other, you know, their cells over each other. So you kind of you know get that, which is a vibe, you know, which is a thing. It's cool. Um, but then with this, so it's like this is the first time our drummer Stuart. I, we'd send him stuff and he he could sit on his own without anybody tuning up or you know <laughs> trying to trying to sound check anything around him and just work on drum parts you know and then he'd send yeah. them back and he'd be like i never thought of that so it was actually like every time we'd send stuff back to each other it was it was like oh it's become a new song again and it's actually exciting you weren't getting bored of it well right? yeah i mean that's basically pretty similar to uh to how we work which is it, and, and uh, you get you get a song to a point you, you get a song to room ready then you take it in the room you pull it around yeah, you stretch yeah, it around yeah, yeah. and you do all and you do all essentially songwriting yeah but you but it's it, it's kind of pre-production as well because yeah, you're getting yeah. the song to a point where right it's it you know you've, you've you've got it room ready now it's studio ready you know, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. and so it's ready to be recorded, and that's it. And and the main thing between that is it going from something that exists purely electronically to something human beings play that have yeah, a feel yeah. for it. And again, this is the fucking AI argument all over. Yeah, and and those human beings will we will then get in and we'll pull that song apart, you know, and and it's like oh well that bit sounds great, and we've been listening to it. But when we play it, yeah, 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 that it, it feels wrong. You know, there's like you know, and and also yeah. vocals like live or just on a demo. Once they're live, it's different. And but mainly the drums. It's it it's going to be the drums. You know, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. There was a bit of um because we did that thing of like yeah let's just make an album and and you know let's you know take all the breaks off. We'll do whatever we want. And then we've written the album. We've done it all. And then we had to go into rehearsal room and go, right, now how does this work live? You know, how yeah. do we do this live? So, you know, yeah. I think I think there's a magic though to bands when you use um I don't like it when it's really, really tight because you listen to a lot of metal records and they're insanely tight now. But like I said, there's a magic to the metal records I really love are the messy ones, the ones that are like like Into yeah, the Pandemonium man. by Kelly Frost, Moshkinstein. It's got all that stuff. I know what you mean. There was, there was, there was, there was, there's a punk element to it where it's yeah. you can hear the, the tempos are being pushed and it's yeah. you know, it's, it's messy, but it's exciting. You know, I mean, it's, it's people playing in a bloody room. It's brilliant. And yeah. there's, you know, that that's kind of where I kind of got off the metal bus a little bit was when it got really pro tools and really polite yeah. and really sort of like, 
there's just very little where's the rebellion gone in this you know what i mean no, that's they, where well, I, that's like where i said I it, it's buried it's buried under a it's buried under a load of laptop metal you know you but yeah, I, yeah. I, I t- but i totally agree yeah there is you know there is a there is a a load of that stuff out there um that just yeah it, well it ticks the boxes and it but the thing is invariably it's also it's like you know, you you get in. It's almost like thrash tribute records. Do you know what I mean? You look at the yeah, band yeah, on the back, yeah, yeah. and they've all got drainpipe jeans on, so and, and iron iron brand new creator t shirt, right? And they're all and they're all like you know like twenty one or something. And I'm like, guys, you are supposed to be the yeah. next generation, not yeah. the first generation again. Yeah, I I love that. I love that detail of iron creator t shirt. Yeah, it's like it, it, it is. <laughs> but how much are high tech trainers worth now? I wonder. Oh, imagine the, the high tech baseball, but they must be collectible now. I wish I had a pair. I wish no, I had a pair. I do. Oh. I've been trying to get some. I know. I know. It's 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 honestly. Uh, you can't be the only one. To, uh, if only high tech would go. Yes. Oh, yeah, what yeah, they yeah. were a thing, were they? Yeah, yeah. If I know. They, if, can you imagine if high tech went right. We're doing a 1986 high-top thrash metal tribute high-tech boot. They they would not know what they had on their hands. They would get, they'd they'd make, they'd make like 500,000 and go, that'll do for the world. They sell out in a day in the US only, in the US only. We need to get on this. We need to get on this. Everyone in the UK and Europe, everyone in the UK and Europe is going insane. Go, where do we get ours? <laughs> the, the, these are these are the thrash shoes to have. Oh, mate. Absolutely, yeah. Tongue, I'd buy tongue, them. I'd buy them. Keep them in a box and wear them once. And that <laughs> one time, the one time, someone has to put them on my feet because it's yeah, in the yeah. coffin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm wearing bury, them out. Bury me. Bury me with yeah. them. I'm wearing them out, as in I'm wearing them and I'm going out. Uh, I'd just like to say, if anybody from High Tech is out there listening, we are available yes. for endorsement deals. Yes. Can, can I just say, if anybody out there from High Tech is listening, why haven't you fucking been sponsoring this podcast for fuck's sake? You thrash <laughs> oh metal fucking amazing. corporate Judas. That would be amazing. Sponsored by High Tech. Come on. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it just? Wouldn't it just? Exactly. Well, no chance exactly, of it yeah. now. Now that now that I've now that I've slagged off the uh, <laughs> fictional High Tech employee who's listening. Amazing, amazing. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's, like Matt was saying, all you know, it's, it's you're right. You're absolutely right. It's, you know, you don't want to get into like, oh, it's all it was all better in the old days, kind of. You know, but it's it was different. Like, it, it was, was different. Different but, in but the like old a, days. A band it's like Voivod, man, it's like. I mean, why aren't they headlining festivals around the world? Do you know what I mean? It's like you mean the Matt- question. You mean the question Brian Tatler asks himself every <laughs> night. I, I read that um, that uh, recent book about the new wave of British heavy metal. The, the chapter about Diamond Head's heartbreaking. It's just like you, you literally you had it all. You had every element of the puzzle, and then you just they didn't have the right management. It was just it's oh, so man. sad. Yeah, because yeah. they must they must look at Metallica every day and think that should have been us every day. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know what? There's 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 just so many there's so many bands out there like that, you know, and and that's why and that's why I never forget being in a band and being able to put put something out and have a a logo that people recognise and a, and a, and a yeah, history yeah, and yeah. things like that. It's a privileged privileged position, one that was fucking earned. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
it is privilege. Some people never, ever get to do that. And let's be honest, you know, it, it's it, it's a lot of people's dream, you know. And yeah. um, and if you don't enjoy it, that's what pisses people off. This is what this is what people what really pisses people off is when is when somebody is 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 living oh, yeah, the dream yeah. or is doing the thing. And every interview, you just hear a moaning about something. Yeah, and they yeah, can yeah. play, and and that's when that's when the line gets crossed. Yeah, that, and when that, you're like, yeah. dude, you've got no fucking idea. Yeah, well, you know, what I said before, you know, we hope our gigs. We we tend to be, you know, we we don't do anarchic. Yeah, you, you could say that. Yeah, definitely. We, we're not like aloof or, you know, trying to, it's just us, you know, we can't be anything else. I mean, most, most of it's because, you know, we're nervous. So we just gabble nonsense, but it just seems to kind of work and bring people in and be, you know, include, you know what, actually talking about that is really interesting because um, Matt, you, um, was it a way that you interviewed? Um, for a uh, for a, a blog or something? I think Matt interviewed. Um, I did be away, away from Foyford, yeah, because I was, you know, just, well, I didn't know. I mean, he was a huge hero of mine, and just yeah, I got to interview him for a blog. And yeah, you know, I met him, met him a few, met him three times now. But um, yeah, I was just you know just a huge fan. But he said that they, they all had day jobs, and they were you know they they were never they, to us Voivod, but big like they were up there in Metallica and Led Zeppelin. You know, they were yeah, just yeah. legendary bands. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they weren't that. But to them, they were just struggling to just to make do anything. Yeah. They never. But they and I went to see them in London. And it was hardly you know it wasn't what the, the underworld and it wasn't that busy you know. And, but they were Voivod. They were just like they were, they were properly legends to us, and it was like yeah, yeah. it just blows your mind. Just mate, blows mate. your mind. But but they meant so much to me. Yeah. I saw. I saw. Um. I saw Voivod. Oh God! I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think, but they they were supporting, yeah. And it's like I, I've, you know, I was only there for Voivod. I had absolutely no interest in the headliner, but like it was like it was a, but it was like a proper second rate headliner. You know what I mean? I was, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like, oh my god, you're not even fit to lace their fucking boots. You're not fit to <laughs> string their guitars. You know, to lace their high uh, Yeah, and they're playing beneath you. Do you know? It was like, oh, it's so weird, isn't it? So, so weird. Wrong. You, so you was, wrong. You were saying, Matt, like when you spoke to Away, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was saying like he you, you you got the impression that he was just a bit like kind of surprised that people were, you know, had that kind of reverence for them or what they did, you know? Well, I, don't, I think, you know, because we were, to me, they were just incredibly exotic, incredibly cool. And, but to them, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. They were just getting, making records and getting stuff done. And, you know, yeah. I think a lot of the time, People who haven't been in bands, haven't been involved with it, they realise so much of it isn't, you know, being these great artistic endeavours. It's more about just getting stuff done and finishing Admin. projects and, yeah, and, and just getting there and, you know, working out which in, what's the cheapest hotel in Wigan on a Tuesday night. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, I've never who's known gonna, the, Who's going to do the fucking set list? <laughs> it's just, yeah, totally. Just, um, there's a guy from a band called Worried About Satan, and um, he um, put up a blog the other day, which is just like a stream of consciousness list of things we'll have to send to you that anybody that's been in a band and self-release will understand. I mean, it's literally just got things in there. It's like, I know how much barcodes cost now. Do you know what I, I mean? I, I know what a UPC code is. You know what I mean? It's it, like, this, this is why... Just... 
Yeah. Th- this is why I've never self-released. And you're absolutely right. <laughs> I mean, but, but people were telling us like, oh, you know, oh, crowdfund a new album if you can't find a label. Fuck off. <laughs> hey, whose house it's, it's is going to be full of fucking CDs, vinyl and T-shirts? It ain't going to be fucking mine. <laughs> and by the way, I didn't get into a band to work for a record label, even if it's my record label, I didn't get into it. As it is, I'm backwards and forwards to the post office more than I like, you know. But yeah, at least yeah, that's yeah. at least that's merch, and we actually yeah, fucking, yeah. you know make some money on that, unlike all the other product. But um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like people think it's like oh, crowdfund it and self release, and what they think is self release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The record, they don't see all the record, stuff. Yeah, yeah, just goes out the door. Ta-da. Buy record, you released yourself. <laughs> it's been self-released. Exactly. Yeah. They don't see all no. the all the, the nuts and bolts. It's it's incredibly complicated. I mean, just oh. working out how the the um now, especially with Brexit and all that, working out the tax implications for sending stuff to yeah. Europe and like yeah. where the VAT gets paid and all this. It's just it's yeah. Oh, I know. You know, once you've done it, you've done it. So it's like, you know, you can kind of like, okay, now I understand how that is, you know, but so it's okay. But we found that, I mean, we just, we've never really looked for like management or anything like that. And like I say, we're very lucky. We had a, uh, you know, a small label that, that really helped us out. Um, still a great friend of ours, you know, but we just found apart from like the close circle of friends we have, just nobody cared enough. You know, we've used stuff in the past, you know, like, like PR companies and all this kind of stuff. It's just like nobody's going to put in as much time and effort as we are. They just aren't. Uh, you know? Absolutely. And the, absolutely. and the problem with us is that we're, you know, because we do, you know, we aren't straight down the line, this or this or this, you know, we found that we, you know, we might as well just do everything ourselves anyway, because we can explain it better than anybody else can. Yeah. You see, you see, I think I personally, I, I think, I think you really need to let that go. Yeah, you really need that. to let that. No, but that that oh, we're not this or we're not that. Yeah, loads of bands aren't this or that. Yeah, yeah. We live in an era now where the crowd come to you. You don't yeah. have to go to them. Well, so we, yeah, yeah. And, and that's been... where you are in your career now. You're in a place now where you're like, yeah. actually, do you know what? Yeah, we don't have to go around chasing everything. Because yeah. a certain amount of stuff is, you know, is going to come to you. I'll make damn sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. We're really lucky as well. We've got um the the kind of like the, you know, the people who follow us, you know, like as is the the, the modern. You don't, way, you're you desperately know. trying not to use the word fans, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's totally that, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But creepy it's that thing word. Of, I don't like it at all because it's a community, isn't it? We're all part of the same community, aren't we? So there's no one to to elevate anybody above anyone else's state. But but also, but also, supporter, I'm fine with that. But fan, that's straight out of fanatic. Yes, uh, absolutely, man. I am not a fan of fans. Yeah, yeah. I I know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And that's that thing of like, um, we've spoken before, uh, you know, uh, me and Matt a lot of time, it's when people, it's the same like politics and stuff like that. When you get like that football fan kind of thing of like, I follow this, you know what I mean? And, you know, duh, 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 I'm going, yeah. you know, I'm going with this, whatever. Like, you know, our lot, you know, we have these like, um, you know, Facebook communities and things like that. And it was like nuts, man, during lockdown, people were just like, it, it, people not even about the band were going on there and just like checking in with each other and just yeah, going there yeah. for a chat. 
Yeah, and it was, it's, it was, it's uh, mad. It's you know, mad. Without, without going all hippie on here, but it was a beautiful thing, man. You know what I mean? Oh, it was mate, so, wow. I, I, was doing a, I, was, I was doing a weekly TV show oh, really? on, on, a, on, a, on the Acid Rain um, Facebook page every Saturday. Amazing. I did Saturday Night In with H, and I'd, I'd basically get um somebody from i had bobby gustafson violence overkill had him on we had um we had uh, neil cooper from uh, formerly of the beyond and of therapy amazing um we got uh, just just getting people on Whoever's every around. week get and get uh, and if there's nobody around then it was just me and right. yeah, and yeah. and but people still talk about it now about amazing. some of about some of the laughs they had and about some of the topics that came up, because what happens is, of course, whilst, you know, I'm doing the show or whatever. Yeah. People start going off in the comments. And, and of course, because yeah, we're in lockdown, yeah. people start like having long conversations and debates and go on off on different topics and stuff like that. And you're yeah, just yeah. like, yeah, it's fucking it's, it's amazing, isn't it? It is. It's, it, yeah, it is nuts. And, it's, and again, it goes back to that thing of like, we hope that you know, the, the, you know, our lot, you know, when we, when we play a gig, when we've had, you know, new people, you, you haven't kind of experienced us live before the audience are part of that experience, man. Cause it's, it's, you know, it's such a welcoming kind of happy environment, you know, um, obviously there's, there's lots of loud noises and stuff. I've you know said, I mean? I've, look, I've said, you're going to do a gig with us. You can lay it <laughs> off. You can just, you just, you know, is that the key to sales is when you've sold, stop <laughs> selling. Yeah, okay, I'll stop, yeah. I'll stop. Yeah, yeah, nice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, mate, I've, I've, I've only widened you up. But no, no, but it is, but man, it, isn't it, it? It is, it is. And look, in all seriousness, we, you know, we've got to do a show together. Um, I can't thank you enough for coming on here, guys. I really can't. You're Please now welcome. tell everybody what they need to do get, to get hold of your album. Go, Matt. Uh, just go to fearsandedead.com, is it? Probably the best place. And that directs you to everywhere, doesn't it? Fearsandthedead.com. Look at that. Fucking nice and simple. Beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Um, so anyway, um, I'm gonna finish the recording here. Uh Kev, thank you very much. Matt, no thank you very much. It's been it, it's been beautiful. You get yeah, you were on mute there, mate. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, man. That's brilliant. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I certainly did. It was a really good laugh. Great album. My CD still hasn't turned up yet, lads, but never mind. I won't hold it against you. I'm sure it's in the post. So, um, yeah, really cool. Go get the album. Go support them. Top bunch of lads. Now, in this Topsy Turvy episode, um, it's time to do a review of the news. Except you must be reeling by now. That's not happening either. What the fuck is going on? Well, I'll tell you what's going on. I refuse to cover the news. Yeah, I refuse to cover the news. When there are stories like, and it's not a fucking story, celebrate 50 years of ACDC with... What would you imagine you would celebrate the 50th anniversary of ACDC with? Is it, by any chance, an ACDC-themed Monopoly set? Fuck no! It's fucking no cunt's fucking idea of a fucking way to celebrate anything, never mind 50 years of ACDC. I mean, I don't see people celebrating the birth of a new child by buying a fucking Monopoly set. Does anybody buy a fucking Monopoly set?
bloody set to celebrate it. No, they don't. Anyway, I fucking already said, I've already done what I said I wouldn't do, which is report on the news, because it's not fucking news. There is no fucking news. Other than, I have to say, huge inspiration to me, um, one of my favourite singers of all time, Milo from The Descendants, Milo Alkerman, uh, Alkerman has suffered a mild heart attack. European shows have been cancelled, um, but he is expected to make a full recovery, which is fucking awesome news. Obviously, gutted for everybody who's missing him this summer. Um, not me, so not, I'm all right. But um, seriously, you know, just really hope, really hope he makes a full recovery because, yeah, clearly it's not good when your musical heroes are dropping like flies. But that is the only, that's news. That is actual news. A tour's been cancelled. Someone's had a mild heart attack. That's news. Okay, what isn't news is people covering a Metallica song. Yeah, it's not. It's not people joining forces with a whiskey company. Yeah, that that's not news either. It's not news listening to someone's take on somebody else's song. It's like, oh, someone's done a cover version. Well, that's a fucking news story, is it? Hey, or, or or who's given whose blessing to do what? Or which dead rock star is the latest to have a fucking statue made of them in their hometown that looks nothing fucking like them? Or some shit band has come back from 17 years ago and they're putting out a new album and no one gives a fuck. In fact, people are queuing up to try and stop them releasing it. There's fucking people making guest appearances at... MMA fights at the wrestling, at the opening of a fucking crisp bag. There's KK Downing's latest slab of shit is released, which just sounds like fucking shit, Judas Priest. But he'll have nothing to say about it. It'll be, there'll be some Ted Nugent bollocks where he spouts again out of his fucking brain dead mouth. Something that yet again doesn't surprise you is incredibly fucking useless there'll be a new metal band who's reformed hey brilliant just what we oh you know new metal's making a comeback is it though is it really yeah is it or just a few bands releasing some albums because new metal's not fucking coming back you know why because nobody in the fucking world is on their knees praying to every god that spine shank come back no. And there'll be the usual story about fucking stains. There'll be a picture of Pantera. It might be one of them falling over or just a, a big crowd. Wolfgang Van Halen. There'll be something about him because he's fucking in the news all the time at the moment. And it's just, it's just bollocks, isn't it? You know, um... Uh, um, Sinead O'Connor. Well, Blabbermouth has done, you, done exactly what you wanted. Yet they've managed to, um... Uh, get hold and basically put every rock star's tribute about the death of Sinead O'Connor into one article for you. So you can read some of their brain-dead tributes. Uh, I, I swear, I swear there are artists, artists out there who say, who, who post things where, about when artists die or whatever, and they're just doing it because they see everyone else doing it and they think they better, despite the fact that that, that, artist was not you know they were never really into him or anything like that i mean you know it's just one of those things and of all the things i've mentioned so far right of the long long list of things i've mentioned so far that are not news and are not worth mentioning 
Who's going to pop up? And who's he going to be talking about? Yep, that's right. Dave Mustaine says his relationship with, relationship with James Hetfield and Lars Ulrich is better now than it has been for a long time. Yet again, Dave Mustaine talking about Metallica. You've got to love it, haven't you? There'll be an article about uh, Motley Crue doing a gig somewhere. Vince's voice isn't up to scratch. There'll be news about Dolly Parton because she's making a rock record at the moment, isn't she? Dragon Force's old singers released a solo album. There'll be something about that. Um, and I, I just, uh, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it all. Just fuck the news because it ain't fucking news. There's no news. That's why it's at the back here. That is the fucking news. So, it's been lovely. It's been lovely. I hope you enjoyed everything you heard today. And I hope you continue to listen to Talking Bollocks. There's going to be lots more coming up very soon. Got a ton, ton of interviews already in the can. And i got another big one coming up. So, you guys, you got a lot to look forward to. Please do me a favour, OK? Share the fucking podcast, will you? OK? I need to boost these numbers. And it, frankly, ain't happening. OK? You're not doing... I'm not going to do the usual, oh, brilliant, thanks for your... No. Do more. Do fucking more, OK? Because I am. I'm busting my ass over here. Getting fucking interviews you would not believe. I've got one lined up with somebody I don't think anyone's done an interview with. It's fucking unreal. But please, come on. Just fucking get, get people to subscribe if they're not around. I've done this before. I've said this before. If there's nobody around, pick up someone's phone, open the podcast app, subscribe to Talking Bollocks. Okay? Brilliant. Lovely. Job fucking done. If you really feel like it, sign up at patreon.com forward slash Howard H. Smith. There's a link in the description. Thank you very much. And also, I haven't mentioned this for a while, and I, I, I don't know why, but everybody else puts it on their podcast. And to and I get, I, you know, I, everybody else's zig, that's when I zag, okay? But everyone's doing it for a reason. So I'm going to do it for a reason. The same reason everyone else is. Could you do us a review, please? Yeah, wherever you listen to this, there'll be a way to review it. Either a good one or a shit one, okay? None of this, like, three out of five or anything. It's either five out of five, love it, one out of five, hate it, okay? But please, that would be awesome. Um, I think that's everything. Yeah, are, are you good? Have you got everything? Yeah? Yeah, I, I, I think I've got everything. Are we, are we good to finish? You good to go? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, you keep doing what you're doing. And I'll keep doing what I'm doing. And I'll see you back here in two weeks.